the dog are you? Anyway, the show's going to the dogs again today. Dr. Randy from Intentional Living. Uh, what are you talking about? Yesterday, I had this brilliant idea coming into the studio, thinking about um, traits, individual traits, personality traits, how we find our greatest joy when we know what they are and we exercise them and use them or mold them and change them when they need to be changed, right? Um, and it got me thinking about how my wife and I walk in a neighborhood and notice how sometimes dogs and dog owners kind of have similar personalities and even look alike. And I thought, well, this would be kind of fun to, to get this out on the table. If you were to be a, a breed of dog, what kind of breed would you be based on who you are today and your temperament and your personality? Uh, and uh, we've got callers ready to go. We're going to get to you all. Thank you for staying on the line. We'll get to each of you here in a moment. I'd uh, love to have you share your comments on our comment line at 888 I mentioned yesterday that as I was looking at different breeds of dogs, we've owned a few different breeds in our lifetime, but one that we never did own, I don't know much about, but I, I, I read about it. It's the English Pointer. And their job is is to do one thing, and that's to point. They point. They point out the uh, for the hunter. There it is right there. And that's sort of how I'm wired, I think. God's wired me to be a pointer. Uh, I love the, the process of education, of sharing, of helping, encouraging, adding value to people, um, being useful, usable. And uh, so that's sort of a characteristic. Interesting, too, it says the, character, the trait of the dogs are a little aloof sometimes. And I could be that way. I'm more of an introvert than probably people know or would imagine. I like time alone. I love thinking. I'm analytical. I tend to be a head person analyzing things, thinking things through. That's just the way I'm wired. And it sounds like that's the way the English pointer is wired as well. So I'd love to have you be a part of the, the show with your your comments on our comment line today. The calls we have are recorded, already set to go, but your comments are welcome at 888-888-1717. All right. So uh, let me go to Candy, who is first in Arizona. Hi, Candy. How you doing? I'm well, and how are you? Good, good. Talking dogs today. We've gone to the dogs here. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog temperament or personality are you? I tell you, I would be a bully, which is a mini pig. Mm. Um, that's because they're misunderstood <laughs> very much, though. So. Um, their appearance is part of what makes them so misunderstood and the past of what they've been through with the fighting and the different things as such. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're very smart. They're also known as the nanny dog. They're a very nurturing dog. They're very coddling. They're very loving. They're very loyal. They used to guard uh, babies back in the day of um, royalty and families in the castle so the intruders couldn't come in and take the babies. So they would stand there next to the to the cribs, and they would guard those children, um, known to attack the intruder but protect that baby with its life. And they would mm. do that. And my husband and I are raising our two and three year old grandbabies, and I again turn into a, a pit bull if I feel anyone's coming to harm them or anything like that. But yet I love them, and we hold them, and we nurture them, and we love watching them grow. And uh, a pit bull mother to its young is a phenomenal thing to watch. So that's why I compare myself to one of those, and I'm a dog groomer. So I've been around so many breeds for so many years, and the pit bulls just grab my heart, and I do not own one. Yeah. 
Well, they do have a reputation, don't they? They sure do. <laughs> yeah. Is it when you think of, you use the word uh, misunderstood, do you think you've been misunderstood in life? Yes, absolutely. Um, the way I carry myself a lot of times. I mean, I'm muscular like a pit bull and I walk full on. I'm in charge, you know. So I think sometimes with a, a dog like that, too, as a human, we walk in, in a certain position and carry ourselves a certain way that maybe we appear as unapproachable. Um, yeah. And we're and, and on our inside, we're dying sometimes inside as maybe a pit bull will, too. Like, why am I not being adopted? Why am I not being hugged? Well, because we're thinking you're unapproachable. So that's a misunderstanding. And uh, yes, I've had that happen to me many, many, many times in my life, especially as an adult. So So, yes. So people tend to might shy away because they misunderstand who you are beyond what maybe they're, they're observing. Yes, absolutely. And I've even been told, I've asked a few of my friends recently, like why didn't with some things we've gone through lately, why didn't you say something to me then? And they said, well, you're unapproachable. Like Mm. we were afraid, you know, to come and and say anything. And and it's like, wow, you know, like, I wish you would have let me know you felt that way, you know, and just hugged me, you know, I don't mean to be so stern looking and acting and I'm only 103 pounds, but it's, it's crazy how a a small little pit bull too can be. That's right. Just misunderstood by its ancestors. I think think many people come on. How many would raise their hand and say, when you see a, you you know a pit bull's coming, and you give it a little extra space as you go around because you know they can be pretty tough. But like you said, sure. I've heard that they're very lovable dogs, to, especially to their owners and to their families that they're yeah. a part of. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Candy. Yeah, appreciate appreciate your call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Very good. That's that's good. That's what I was looking for today. How do you apply that uh, to our lives? Uh, Dawn and Debbie, hang on here. Um, I'll tell you what, let's take a real quick break, a break and then we're going to come back. Don and Debbie, we're going to get to you. Interesting, uh, your choices uh, of uh, breeds. We'll hear from that. If you just joined us yesterday, today, took a little left turn. We were going to have a more, quote, serious topic on forgiveness. We'll delay that to another day. I was thinking when I was coming in the studio yesterday about uh, wiring and traits and how we're different and uh, unique and how God has made us and how we sometimes accept it, sometimes we don't. And there's five lessons I think we can learn as we think about breeds of dogs and how sometimes we relate to the personalities. It makes it kind of real, doesn't it? Uh, So we'll get to Don and Debbie here in just a moment. But first, quick break. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. What is the purpose of life? Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. I'm smiling because we were just talking about 60 seconds to explain the whole purpose of life. I think I can do it. Because the Bible says to us in the final words of Solomon in the book of Ecclesiastes, what's the conclusion of the whole matter, he says. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. I think I did it in less than 60 seconds intentionally run the decisions that you're making, the actions you're about to take, the thoughts that you're thinking through this question, 
does what I'm doing now, what I'm thinking now, what I'm going to do next, glorify God? When we do those things, you know what? That's intentional living. And I actually did it in less than 60 seconds. For more information and inspiration, go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. That's our Intentional Living Minute heard around the world online. Many of you receive it automatically in your uh, mailbox every day as well. Just uh, 60 seconds to encourage you on your daily journey. All right. We're talking about dogs today, personality of dogs, and how they kind of reflect people. Dawn is next in Arizona. And then, Debbie, hang on. We'll get to you. Dawn, how you doing? Yes, sir. I'm doing fine. Fantastic. Uh, what what breed of dog do you sort of relate to? <laughs> well, the type of dog that I uh, kind of am is a little yappy dog. I always have to get my point across, good or bad. It's always got to come across. Has that gotten you in trouble? So, yes, in my marriage. Has it? <laughs> so I want to be a different kind of dog. Yeah, have you thought about what kind of a dog, if you could change to, you would be? Yeah, a God that glorifies a dog that glorifies God. But yeah. those are spelt the same but different. <laughs> uh, a dog that glorifies God in a marriage, yes. Mm. So this is something you and your husband have talked about, as far as you know, uh, communication in your marriage. Well, me being so yappy and not even allowing him to talk has always been a problem. And now that we've been divorced for about five oh. years, um, I have definitely learned a big lesson because I still love my husband. And I, I again, I, I just need to be a different breed. Mm. I couldn't say it better. I think you, ex you really point out something I, I wrote down here just before the show started that you know, we talk about the different breeds of dogs have different temperaments and personalities, and we need to accept that they're unique and different. At the same time, isn't one of the things that we teach uh, those who are owners of dogs is to train them? Train them. Now, I know we're not dogs, but don't we, at the same time, need to be trained? In other words, allow the Holy Spirit to mold and shape us. If there's something about who you are and the traits that you have that you know are not honoring to God or honoring to your spouse or <laughs> to advance your, your life, these are things that can be changed. You know, uh, let's face it. We're thinking about this analogy with dogs that, you know, dogs can be trained. They can train to be more obedient. They can train to um, learn when to bark and not to bark, I think. Wish we had some of that in, the, in our neighborhood at times, but that's a whole other story. Uh, you know, we can train. And if we allow the Holy Spirit to be working and training us in our lives, we can change. There are things that can be different in our lives that will honor Christ. And that's very powerful. Okay. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that uh, call. Let me see here. Where, where should I go next here? Go to uh, line two, Diana. Diana, how are you? Hi. Hold on, Debbie. I'll get to you in a moment. Hi. Go ahead, Diana. What uh, what kind of dog would you be? A wolf. Oh, why did you pick that? <laughs> I'm asking. Well, my sister had a wolf dog in Alaska, and um, reminds me of me a lot. They're very loyal, 
and can be affectionate at times, but they're very focused. Huh. And um, that reminded me of that. Sometimes they can be a little bit temperamental, which I can be at times if I'm being honest, but <laughs> overall loyal and like a little compassion once in a while, but they take care of everything and everyone around them. So that's who I am. Is that you very focused, taking care of others, but sometimes can be a little short? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Uh, what is it about your traits that you like? And what is it about your traits that sometimes you say, oop, I wish I, wish I could uh, work on that a little bit? I think because I like the loyalty, um, focus and following through, but sometimes I can take that too far. Mm-hmm. My daughter's shaking her head in the car with me. So, yeah, I, uh, I can go overboard. I can go overboard <laughs> at times. Yeah, just ask your children, they'll tell you. Anyway, yeah, they will. I am loyal, and I will I will give the shirt off my back, things like that, and, and, and go out and protect people. But there's a side of me sometimes when they get enough buttons pushed that I want to work on that a little more because no. I, I, uh, I can go there at times. So, And, and the wolf dog can. Uh, my sister had a white one with green eyes, absolutely beautiful. Very kicked back, but yet when you got them wound up, you knew it. So. All right. Very good. Thank you for your call today. And, and uh, sounds like you got a wise daughter there. She kind of knows what's going on. <laughs> She's laughing. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank you for your call. Uh, all right. Um, we're going to go. Let me, let me go to Deb and then we'll take a break. Let's go to uh, Debbie online. You've been waiting the longest, uh, Debbie. Thank you. Uh, how yeah. are you today? Good. I, I let you wait as long because it says you're a black lab, and labs are just so patient and easygoing and willing to wait until I got to you, right? Yes, they are. <laughs> Why did you pick black lab as your uh, as your uh, your dog? Because I have them, and I I just got their characteristics through. I'm a very loyal person, and you know, one that a friend is a friend for life, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, I've taught my whole life in special ed, and just the services and just to help people, to be there for people, and the labs are that way. Yeah, our daughter has loyal. our daughter has a, a a lab dog over in Africa, and whenever we talk to them online, you know, FaceTime, you know, the kids are playing with them and rolling on them, and you know, they they, yep. they, they take a lot. Of, they're big, but they take a lot of that. Uh, from the kids, uh, you know that sense yeah, of do. yeah, being a loyal. What what is it? What is it that maybe as a when you think about that characteristic of a lab, uh, what is it about that that sometimes you think yeah, a little bit maybe I'm a little bit too much like a lab at times. Oh, uh, you get you can get stung too many times. Yeah, you know, you can you think you can trust people and then you just pour your heart out to them and then all of a sudden they backstab you or something. And, mm. That could be a problem. Yeah. yeah and that... um, and it happens, and it's happened to me. And but it's that's just my I don't know, just my personality and demeanor. I'm pretty laid back like that. And, but if I get hurt, I'm hurt. Mm. You know. And, and, and when you get hurt, too. do you kind of bury it, or are you are you able to share it when you feel hurt? No, yeah, a lot of times I'll bury it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll share it. It just depends. But most of the time I bury it, which is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, if you hurt them, 
they know it. And um, it's just, they're wonderful with kids. They're just, I don't know, they're just a great dog. And, you know, and to have someone that would love them and care for them like they should is wonderful. And to, to be like that. Mm. Well, because I, they never stop giving. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and I think what you point out too, Debbie, is that every character, you know, thinking about dogs, is we're just using this as a way of sort of illustrating um, the connection, but every characteristic or trait of every dog or animal, there are things good about it and things not so good about it. I mean, things that could be balanced, and that's just the way it is in life. You know, if you're more like a black lab, you're going to be loyal, more of a pleaser, accepting. At times, you're going to think, hey, I need to speak up and be a little more assertive. <laughs> And then like Don, who called earlier and said, you know, I'm a yappy little dog. Um, I always have to get my point across and saying, hey, maybe I'd like to be a little more like a black lab, you know, a little more um, uh, of a pleaser and a little more accepting. And so finding that balance uh, is powerful. Okay, I'll tell you what, let's take a break. Jasmine, hold on. I want to get to you in Michigan. Interesting. uh, Your choice. We'll hear what that is uh, in just a moment. There's a second question uh, that we ask. The first is why I'm here. Second is, who am I going to live for today? That's a really profound question. Who am I going to live for today? That's an excerpt from the teaching this month from Intentional Living. Uh, And it's about what does the Bible teach about intentional living? And I share five questions that will be very practical for you, very helpful for you. Members, watch for it. It'll be coming to you here in a couple weeks. Mid-month is when we send that out. And it comes by email now, both video and audio, so you can use it. I hope you'll share it with others, encourage others. Uh, some of you still receive it on uh, CD, which is fine. Uh, but if you're not, if you know, if you're saying, well, I'm not receiving that, what is that? Intentional Living, we have a community of supporters who help us as a listener-supported ministry to keep this thing going every day, to help people live an intentional life in Christ and your financial support makes it possible. So whatever God lays on your heart to come and join us, I hope you will. Your monthly support makes a difference. How much? No set amount. Average people give about a dollar a day, about $30 a month. But it's up to you. We just want you to be a part of this. And we'll start sending you the automatic uh, mentoring teaching CDs every month. Just go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. Dot com And when you do, click on that donate icon and uh, we'd, we'll uh, thank you in advance for your support uh, for the ministry. All right. Again, go to theintentionallife.com. Appreciate it. Jasmine is in Michigan. How are you doing, Jasmine? Um, excuse me. I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Appreciate your call. We're Talking about uh, traits of dogs and breeds of dogs and how they often relate to our own uh, personality. Wh- which one did you pick to talk about? <laughs> so I picked the Yorkie Palm or Yorkie Pomeranian. All right. Why did you do that? Um, because they're lovable and they can be like, I have a Yorkie Palm, so mine, he's very. Um, reserved and very observant but once he gets comfortable around you he he's very um fun and and just enjoyable to be around mm. is that you you're but kind, he's also are you, hard-headed, hard-headed. <laughs> <laughs> all right is that kind of you i mean are you kind of uh you know reserved until you get to know somebody before you open up 
That is how I am, and I can also be hard-headed, too. So I think it's safe to say he got it from his owner. (laughs) (laughs) You passed it along, huh? Yeah. 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 Well, these traits, you know, what is it about the traits that, is it the hard-headed part that maybe you struggle with sometimes? It is. Um, You know, and, and it's not intentional. I just always, it's like I always get caught up in a situation where God may have warned me about it and, you know, just miss happy-go-lucky. Y'all should be fine. I'll try it on, see what happens, and it'll end up blowing up in my face. And it's just, uh, okay, you should. Maybe I should have listened and mm-hmm. I'll do better next time. So, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something that I'm working on. All right. Well. Maybe maybe we all learn something today as we think about these characteristics. And you said something very interesting. Is it possible that the dogs are learning from us, or are we learning from the dogs? I don't know. <laughs> I guess it can go be either way, can it? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jasmine. Appreciate your call from Michigan. Glad you're listening. Oh yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yes, this is intentional living. Uh, and we've we've been talking about. Uh, Characteristics and traits of dogs. What's interesting is there really wasn't any overlap. All these different dogs and different breeds of dogs that you all called about. Very interesting. Uh, everything from the Jack Russell, which is uh, emotionally supportive. Tom talked about that. To the uh, Yorkie Poo, where Julie was saying, you know, I'm soft and cuddly, but can't be assertive. Uh, to Curtis, who was our very first caller yesterday, who mentioned uh, the Kane Corso saying you can be a gentle giant. You can be gentle, but boy, when you cross the line, I'm going to be there to protect the ones I love in my in my life. Uh, we had yappy dogs, and we had protective dogs, and we had misunderstood dogs, and we have the pleaser loyal labs. And I think each of these sort of reflect temperaments in dogs, but even more importantly, in our own lives. Now, why did we talk about this for two days on intentional living? Intentional living is focusing on figuring out what pleases Christ and then doing it. Now, if we know why we're here, it's to bring pleasure to Christ, but to understand that we're each wired in a different way. We have different strengths and weaknesses. We have them right here in our own team, different strengths and weaknesses. And when we try to be someone we're not, um, I think that's displeasing to Christ and it's frustrating to us. And learning that uh, how we're wired, when we can maximize that for his glory, becomes very intentional. There are five things Five lessons that I'll close with today as we talk about um, about intentional living and these traits that we all have been wired with, what makes us uniquely different. One of the traits, one of the things we've got to remember is if you don't, if there's some traits that you you don't like, that you know are not pleasing to Christ, don't write them off with that's just how I'm wired. That's just who I am. Because it's easy to do that. Even dogs have to be trained. And people will spend enormous sums of money and time doing so. If we spend as much time learning to train ourselves through the Holy Spirit to make the changes in our life that we know that are displeasing to him, the traits that we have, which could either be I'm, I'm, I lack assertiveness in areas where I need to stand up and speak, all the way to... I need to learn to be quiet a little bit more and listen and not be so, as some have said, so yappy. 
and learning that the fact that some of our traits are displeasing to Christ, we can't write it off as just being that's who I am. I think a second thing is dogs don't try generally to be somebody they're not. Except sometimes you see the little ones that try to bark really loud, act like the big ones, you know. Have you ever noticed they're the ones that are loudest sometimes? But And they don't really compare themselves with each other. Sometimes they get along, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they can be together and sometimes they can't. We've seen that in our own neighborhood with people walking their dogs. Sometimes you'll have a large dog and a little dog and they're getting along fine. Sometimes they're not. And that's okay. Knowing the difference, knowing when there's boundaries. And understanding that each are different. Knowing that God has wired you in a unique way, made you uniquely who you are with your temperament, your personality. I was talking earlier about what I was thinking about dogs, and I don't have a lot of knowledge about breeds of dogs, but I, I really stumbled across the English pointer, and that's sort of, you know, who I am. I like pointing the way. You know, loyal, but adaptive. Um, can be aloof at times, more introverted. But I really feel kind of like I'm wired in a way of pointing. That's why I do what I do. Hey, watch out for this. This is what the Bible teaches. Hey, can I help you with this? Adding value to your life. That's sort of why I'm, I'm here. Like This is where I get my, my uh, crank cranked, you know, in life. And uh, knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are and your traits can make a difference. And then, some t- and then also remember, and I think this is an important point, Let's face it, sometimes the traits of one dog are more attractive to the world than others. It's easy, listen, it's easy to like that little cuddly dog. Have you ever seen that? They always show those little cuddly, cute little dogs in the advertisements because you're attracted to them. But like one of our callers earlier, I think it was uh, Candy talking about the pit bull, sometimes... Uh, those who have pit bulls sometimes say they're very loving and misunderstood. Maybe not always, but sometimes. And so I think it's easy for us sometimes to be turned off by people that are different than we are. There was an author that used to call them irregular people. Maybe you have those in your life, but understand that God loves them even though you and I sometimes find it difficult to connect. Well, I don't know. We spent two days talking about dogs. Uh, I hope this has been interesting for you. It's been interesting to me. been uh, interesting to hear your stories and telling me about the dogs and the traits and how they reflect who you are. Maybe you want to share with me. You didn't get through? You can call our comment line at 888-888-1717. What breed of dog would you be and why? Give me a call. Maybe we'll get some of those on the air here uh, in the days ahead. Thank you again, Jennifer. Appreciate it. Uh, Steven, our senior producer, and Gino on Facebook, all our Facebook friends. Uh, feel free to, uh, to uh, vote on your, your choice there online. Love to hear it as well. Uh, for my wife, Donna, boy, I didn't think about it. What kind of a trait, what dog traits does Donna have? I can tell you this. They're always the best traits possible. Whatever that breed is, that's my wife just in case she's listening. Dr. Randy here, got to run. <laughs> Pointing the way, we'll see you next time uh, right here from the Intentional Living Ministry. Have a great day.